you know, one of the big problems is that COVID, instead of being viewed as a uh, virus or pandemic threatening humans, and especially Americans, so we have people that have turned this into a political fight. They're arguing over uh, control, over who should decide how people should act, when things should open. Um, you know, when there was a polio uh, crisis in this country, we didn't go through that. Yes, there were some people who said that, you know, you can't take the polio shots or they had issues. Um, and there still are some people that claim that they have religious beliefs that prohibit them from taking, you know, vaccinations for things like the flu or whatever. But I, I think that what we really need to do is not, instead of focusing on that issue, we really need to focus on the fact that we need to control how we deal with coronavirus, stop making it a political issue, and make sure that people are healthy. And one of the big things, and the, when I say healthy, I'm not just talking about preventing us from getting coronavirus as Americans. I'm just talking about the United States. I'm talking about allowing us to get as close as possible to our version of life from more than 18 months ago when we could travel, when we could do things. There are still a lot of restrictions, and we need to get back there because the economy needs it. And it's not just our economy, it's the economy of you know, countries that we work with, especially for tourism. You know, the vacations are such an important, uh, fundamental basis for preserving your sanity as an American and as an employed American. People that work really hard have a higher need to go on vacations than a lot of people that, you know, maybe they're not working or they don't want to work or they choose, you know, to take advantage of all the social support and welfare programs. And I understand that there's a large percentage of people who receive welfare and social, you know, support um, for health care and funding and living who need it because they can't overcome, you know, either physical ailments or issues that prevent them from uh, working like everybody else. But there are a lot of people that have decided that it's so much easier to thrive off of the coronavirus backlash and environment and receive things basically for free without ever having, you know, to do any work. And because it's been easier and we're spending more and more money um, to help people that are having, uh, you know, these social issues and financial issues, um, rather than encouraging them to go back to work. The U.S. Post Office is one of the worst, but it's not the only industry that has a problem. There's so many industries that are having problems where people are just staying home and they're being paid for it. That needs to stop. People need to be back at work. People need to be back at work, and, you know, it's up to a company to decide whether they want to force people to wear face masks. And if I worked at a company that didn't require face masks and we saw that 30% of the employees were getting coronavirus, then I think that might trigger, you know, some brains at the company to say, hey, we need to require face masks. So we need to come up with a new system that allows people to decide when to impose things like wearing face masks to restrict and reduce the transmission of the coronavirus uh, 
to another person. It spreads by air. And people say, oh no, this doesn't do any good. Those are people that I think are just playing politics. They hate the government. And it doesn't matter, you know, whether they're Republican or Democrat because there are people on both sides that are fighting that. Uh, a lot of people say that it's a conservative issue. It's not a conservative issue. There are a lot of conservatives, a lot of Republicans who believe that you should wear a face mask. You should maintain social distancing, especially if you are, you know, among people that haven't all been vaccinated. And why take the chance? What's the difference? Put a damn face mask on and protect yourself. If you don't want to protect yourself, then fine. Go out there. But if you infect somebody, if you get coronavirus and people get infected by it, you should be penalized for that, for spreading a virus. Just as if I were, if I had the flu and I started walking around sneezing and coughing in front of people in an elevator, come on. Um, Nobody would say, oh, that's a terrible thing. You should cover your mouth. Cover your mouth when you sneeze. Cover your mouth when you cough. How about cover your face and mouth and nose with a face mask? But we need to come up with a better system. And I can't believe there aren't smarter leaders, Republicans and Democrats, who can't come up with a non-political system that would allow us to start going back to normal. Because vacations are critical. It's not for the rich. It's for average people. You need to get away at least once a year to clear your mind and and empower yourself to recharge yourself physically and mentally without a vacation it's terrible and you and even going overseas like to the caribbean islands where coronavirus is a big problem wearing face masks and following all that taking covid tests you know you go to a place like punta cana you come here you need to have a covid uh, test Um, and when you return you have to take one of those instant covid tests where they do like a swab of your nostrils high up in the nostrils but they give you the results right away you do not want to have coronavirus the only bad part about that is if you do have coronavirus you're going to end up being put in quarantine and not allowed to return to the u.s which i think is prohibiting most people from traveling to some of these caribbean places go there allow these people to travel allow them to come back even if they do have coronavirus but identify them and require them get vaccination if you have coronavirus and open up the the vacations and transportation and the tourism so that these countries and these tourist locations can start making money. It also prevents um, price gouging, especially by the airlines um, and especially by the uh, tourism support industry. They're charging a fortune and all they're doing is price gouging. This has been the best thing that's happened to a lot of big businesses. They, especially grocery stores, they've increased the price of food. Gasoline has gone up. When you think of who's really benefiting from coronavirus, it's not the people. It's these businesses that say, yeah, um, politically we need to do this. Um, and they're making a fortune because we're so busy focusing on the fight instead of talking about dealing with the real issues, dealing with the price gougers. These prices that have gone up are, are outrageous. It's terrible, but nothing's being done about it. It doesn't matter whether you're a Republican president or a Democratic president. Um, neither have done 
anything to stop price gouging. And that price gouging is, and you know, that's an interesting thing. When you talk about spending money, people think of the middle class, the upper class, and the rich and wealthy. And they figure, hell with them. They can afford to pay more. And it's the poor. But the truth is, it's the poor that are more victimized by this. So uh, cracking down on price gouging isn't just to help the rich or the middle class. It's to help everybody so we can all live a decent life. Anyway, I am Ray Hanania, and uh, I hope you enjoy my uh, podcast on coronavirus. Um, And I am, uh, by the way, uh, on vacation enjoying myself. I'm sure you can hear the helicopters and the beach and the wind. But I'll tell you what, if I didn't do this, I think I'd go nuts. 19 months without a vacation? No way, Jose, could I keep my head together. No way, Samir, can I uh, focus on what needs to be done. No way, Abdullah. No way, Ray. No way, whatever. Um, I'm telling you that we need to do something to deal with this problem.